Welcome to the Hey SGA podcast, a conversation with Chapman Student Government Association. My name is Erin, and I'm joined with my co-host, Philip. Together, we hope to further amplify student voices and concerns and encourage those around us to start a dialogue about issues within higher education. Tune in as we discuss what that means for SGA, the university, and most importantly, the students. And don't be afraid to join the conversation with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hey SGA podcast. And happy March for those listening uh, on the day it was pub- this episode is published. Uh, in this episode, we will be discussing a somewhat daunting topic, but I mean, that's why we're all attending Chapman, uh, everything career and professional development related. Yes, so finding a job or internship is something you might be anxious about right now, especially for seniors out there. However, we are so grateful to have Susan Chang, the Assistant Director for Career Education at the Career and Professional Development Office with us here today to alleviate those fears that you might have. So hi, Susan. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Philip. Hi, Erin. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, thanks for joining us. So just to start things off and let the listeners know, would you be able to introduce yourself and explain a little bit more about your position and what you oversee at Chapman? Yeah, absolutely. Again, my name is Susan Chang, and I'm the Assistant Director for Career Education here at Chapman University. I oversee the delivery of career services to both our students and our alumni, because we do offer free lifetime career services to our alumni. So just immediately after graduation or any time that alumni need extra assistance, they can always come back for that as well. And that includes assistance with through individual appointments. They can do career sh- workshops with us. We also do a variety of presentations in different modalities to the classrooms, to organizations. And then we work closely with our employer relations team to bring employers to campus as well. And we also do alumni panels in different industry areas as well. And in addition to that, I've also been teaching a career course to the, through the leadership program as well. Wow, that's really good to hear that you also offer this service to alumni. Is that something that is kind of like a lifetime resource for the alumni or is there like a limited time on it that it's available? It, it actually is lifetime and it is free for the lifetime. So that's kind of a unique offering that Chapman has that is really helpful to know. Um, Even after you graduate at any point, you can come back for those free services. Okay. From your experience and seeing how everything's been going right now, um, how do you think COVID has affected the job market for recent grads and even current seniors? Yeah. Well, it definitely has been more of a challenging job market with unemployment rate has been much higher, especially for the young people population that college students fall into. Um, And then there's actually a recent survey by the National Association of College Employers that there is some positivity for the upcoming 2021 graduation um, year. They're seeing about 17% increase in positions happening. So it's a slight increase, but it's definitely notable given the difficult environment that we've been in. And they are likely to see even more of a recovery post-COVID as well. Well, that's, that's good. Um, so to, to help students kind of prepare for that, especially for um, our younger students who aren't as exposed to the career resources that Chapman has to offer, um, what are some of the examples of career and professional development resources that Chapman offers its students that you feel would be important for them to be aware of? 
Yeah, absolutely. I would say first and foremost, if the student hasn't gotten a Handshake account and hasn't gotten familiar with all those resources, Handshake is kind of the career portal that we use here at Chapman, and it has a ton of resources. It's where they can find the latest jobs and internships that employers are posting directly to Chapman students and alumni. It's also where they can access appointments with us. They can see all of our upcoming events that are happening. And we also have a really extensive library of resources that includes access to some career portals as well that they can either look at career paths with, research different companies and industries with, do video interviews and practice that, um, kind of looked at their LinkedIn and other features as well. So um, it, I definitely, definitely recommend that they spend some time with that and they can definitely make an appointment with us and really walk through all the features as well. Awesome. And I know the students have been really struggling during this time to, you know, find a job. So are there any, is there any advice that you have for students that are struggling trying to find a job or an internship during this time? Yeah, absolutely. First, I would just kind of normalize it and say in, in just in any market, finding a job or internship can seem a bit overwhelming to anyone, really. But it's especially challenging now with this pandemic going on. So first, don't try to approach the job search all by yourself. There's a lot of help and resources out there. So definitely seek a career advisor or educator and kind of really map out your plan um, effectively. Share your goals with all of your network here at Chapman. Reach out to professors, to the staff, your fellow students, and your family and friends. There's a huge network to access. And when you break it down into tangible steps and start doing informational interviews, start talking to professionals out there, it's going to feel much more tangible and realistic in terms of how to approach that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, especially about the, the networks. And the first thing that came to my mind was LinkedIn. And I know that um, I followed some of the career folks on, on LinkedIn, and I've seen some of the content that you guys create, create in the student blogs and whatnot. Um, for people who might not have a LinkedIn, what are your thoughts on, on that and just the, the value of that online resource? Yeah, I would say having a LinkedIn is almost invaluable in just about any profession you want to get into nowadays, because mm -hmm. it's really the main platform that most employers utilize outside of their own website to seek out students. Also, I would say Handshake is being used, especially for the employers that we have on Handshake. They've more and more report that they're actually going into Handshake and looking at profiles. We also proactively help some employers that are having a difficult time do searches through Handshake. So having an updated profile with a resume that's updated is really helpful in getting themselves noticed. Okay, that's good to know. Um, so transitioning to a more general outlook, uh, what are your thoughts on the value of a college degree in pursuing higher education uh, in today's um, market? I know that's kind of a, a big question, so uh, I'd be curious to see what you have to say. Yeah, thank you for the question. It's definitely, I think, something that's been, you, you've been hearing a lot about in the news lately. And I would say that the value of a college education goes way beyond just the specific classes or the major that you get in college. Employers are really looking for those broader abilities and competencies that you get from a college education. So it's really more about those strong writing skills, those presentation skills, the critical learning, the quantitative skills, and just a really good knowledge of a field that you're getting into. 
So they really want to see you be able to demonstrate what transferable skills you've really got out of college. And so, and that's something that's really invaluable that can college can help you set you up for that. But it's also a matter of the activities and the projects that you take advantage of in college, because that will give you really good examples to highlight when you speak to employers. Most definitely. Yeah, I, I, I think that when I, when I reflect on my college experience so far, I mean, like you said, the classes are part of it, but it's just the experience in, as a whole that I think it makes it worth it to me. And I think Aaron would agree, especially with SGA and student involvement mm-hmm. and just being exposed to the collegiate environment. I mean, we've, we've seen so many issues in society this past year, but being on a college campus, it, it makes it a completely different ball game. So I think that exposure and living through that is, is so unique and valuable, especially translating that to uh, jobs. So Aaron, what would you think um, about that point? And just what, what, what are some of your highlights from college that you feel will be helpful as you enter the job market? Yeah, I was also here thinking back on my college years, feeling like <laughs> it's been such a long time um, up to this point since I'll be graduating this semester. But I've realized that as a business management major, I've been able to utilize the skills that I've learned in the classroom in different off-campus jobs that I've held or even on campus in the different positions that you know I was involved in or the different extracurricular activities that I um, became involved in. So I do think that it is very important that you know, when you are pursuing your degree, that you're also getting experience along with it so that you can solidify those skills and also have something to show future employers. For sure. For sure. And I think there's so much value in a liberal liberal arts degree specifically. I know Chapman is kind of in this middle ground um, of liberal arts, but I think that those skills is what are are what uh, employers desire. And that, like you mentioned, Susan, the critical thinking and the writing um, those are all things that a liberal arts degree provides. So I think it, it carries immense, immense value. Um, is there any other information you'd like to share from the career office to our listeners, um, students? Um, yeah, anything else you'd like to add? I would just say, um, just be sure to take those first steps. And really, once you start reaching out for help and talking to people, things will really seem a lot less stressful. But when you're kind of doing it all on your own, it can really feel overwhelming. So do take those steps and reach out for help, whether it's um, through us or through your professors and through your community of of students, as well as staff, Um, whoever it is, whoever you feel comfortable with. But take those steps because it really helps you when you start talking to people and you'll get a lot of great insights on how to break into those markets that you're interested in. I would also say, you know, just stay curious and kind of use that um, ability to continuously learn beyond college because that is something that's really important to continue to grow your career nowadays and continue to really be relevant in the industries you may be interested in. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Susan. We really loved hearing your thoughts and appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule for us. Yes, the Career and Professional Development Office is a really great resource on campus, and uh, we highly encourage everyone to visit at least once in their Chapman career. And Aaron and I also wanted to open up a discussion about additional professional development opportunities and just some other topics within the realm of uh, career and professional development. Yeah, so Philip, have you had an opportunity to 
you know, gain any internship experience? And, you know, what has that looked like for you? Yeah, actually, one of the internships I had was in my senior year of high school. So I was an intern for our local congressman, Jimmy Panetta. Uh, So that was a fun experience. And like most congressional internships, it was uh, unpaid. So I know we can we can talk a little bit more Mm -hmm. about that. But I think that was such a valuable experience, um, especially as a high school student, getting that uh, governmental um, exposure and just being in that office, being in that professional setting. Uh, And although you do have to perform a lot of the the grunt work, it's just such a cool experience. I remember walking in every day feeling just so excited to be there and uh, in that environment. So it was a lot of fun, but it was unpaid. And I know that's a big debate within the internship world is paid versus unpaid internships and, you know, the equity issues behind that and just the kind of the, yeah, the idea of not paying someone for doing work. So Aaron, what are your your thoughts on that debate? Yeah, I mean, I think it is a very valid debate and students, college students in particular, have some concerns when they accept an unpaid internship because all of that time, you know, they could be using towards being paid in a job. But what I do find very interesting and I think is beneficial for the students to know is that Chapman does offer academic credit for unpaid internships and even paid internships. So you will be receiving at least something as well as also experience for like the career field that you're looking to go into um, if you are serving on an unpaid internship. Yeah, you know, I do think the the academic credit part of it is huge. And I, I think it's a great thing to do, especially if it's unpaid. I know you can do it if it's paid or unpaid, but especially if it's unpaid, uh, it's a wise decision. Um, my belief, I think, is, you know, obviously companies, organizations, individuals can do what they want when it comes to paying or not paying their interns. But uh, personally, if I had the means, I would definitely encourage um, all employers to to pay their interns because it's such a, a time-consuming um, experience at su- and usually at points in people's lives where it's not like they are um, financially stable, let's say. I mean, college students usually um, need the funds to support themselves, to support their education. Um, so I, I do think there are a lot of issues with not paying interns. So yeah, I kind of have mixed feelings about it. I remember when I was an intern, one of the congressional aides who was my supervisor was telling me all about the the pay our interns campaign. So I think it was actually started within, I think DC, and it was a group of interns that you know are advocating for, for, congressional um, staff to pay interns. But yeah, it's a big debate. It'll continue to be a big debate. But um, yeah, internships, regardless, I think are great. And if you can get one go for it. Congrats. That's a, that's a great opportunity to get your step, uh, get a nice step in the door, uh, for a future career. Um, transitioning it to a more uh, on-campus look. Um, I know you've had an on-campus job. Do you want to explain a little bit more about that and how you enjoyed that experience? Yeah. So I applied for an on-campus job and received one my spring, the spring semester of my first year at Chapman, and I had that job for two years. Okay. Um, had to give it up because COVID hit, and there was no way to do it remote, unfortunately. But I did really enjoy that job and the experience that it gave me. It was at the law school library, um, and okay. I was able to, you know, I was a desk assistant, and I was able to. I had the opportunity to be able to, you know, I could do homework if there was any downtime, but also still contribute 
to the atmosphere of the law library and learn from the students and see what they were doing. Um, so I think that mm-hmm. if you can get an on-campus job, that's kind of the best of both worlds where you have some downtime to do your schoolwork, but also be able to um, learn from what you're doing. I think that's really great. Also, uh, I really like on-campus jobs because they're flexible. They're very flexible with my schedule. So I was able to mm-hmm. mold it around, you know, my class schedule and whatever extracurriculars I was doing. And they were very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They were very understanding. There we go. I would say they were very understanding that students are very busy and, you know, they have a lot on their plate. So, um, I would definitely seek out an on-campus job if you, if there are students looking for jobs. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I about, agree. Yeah. How about you, Philip? I know that you've had a few. Yeah, I've had, I think the count is three. So I, I worked in legal affairs during my freshman year. Love that experience. It was such a, a fascinating look into the inner workings of the university. And then over that summer, I was a, an alumni ambassador or an alumni discovery initiative ambassador. So I worked with an alumni engagement, um, did some stuff with their office and reaching out to alumni and whatnot. And then uh, during my sophomore year, um, for the entirety of the year, I worked in the Wilkinson College Dean's office. And that was a great experience. It exposed me to some great people, um, really gave me a home within Wilkinson College, which I am always going to be grateful for. So those are um, three of the on-campus jobs that I've had. But yeah, I echo everything you said about the um, experience just being great and then also the flexibility and understanding that they provide. I think that no one understands a college student's crazy, busy schedule um, as the the folks who are working within the college and the staff that's working there. So it's really nice having that understanding mm-hmm. from them. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say... Students, if you haven't had an on-campus job, look into it. It's a great experience. I remember hearing, I forget actually who said it, but when I entered Chapman, um, an administrator saying that a job should be available to any student who, an on-campus job should be available to any student who wants a job. So, and there's a lot. So I encourage you to check out the HR website. Um, There's a student job portal and it has all the available opportunities. It's a great resource to check out. And yeah, there's a lot of opportunities. So go out and do it yeah that's really really great um so i also know that there are four professional fraternities on campus so if you want to get involved but also develop professional skills you can join CAPI, which is the pre-law fraternity aka psi which is business and open also to all majors uh dsp which is also for business and then dka which is for cinematic so I know that Philip is a part of a professional fraternity, and t- what are you? Why don't you tell me a little bit more about your experience and how that has helped um, your career and professional development? Yeah, so I'm I'm in Cappy, which is Kappa Alpha Pi. It's the professional pre-law fraternity at Chapman. Um, it is co-ed. It is open to all majors, so it's a very inclusive group and. Um, what I've learned is CAPI is not just for people who are set on going into pre-law. I'm still trying to determine what my, my future is going to entail. But I think what a professional fraternity can give you is guidance on, on what you want to do. And then um, kind of like you alluded to, that involvement, getting involved with student groups and kind of finding a little home. But then also that professional development on a broader scale. Not like it's tailored to one field or another. It might be an emphasis there. 
but you get so much experience with preparing for your professional life. And I think that that's helped me immensely. I know it's helped my um, peers within CAPI immensely. So I would encourage you to check it out. And I know that they do um, different professional fraternities go through recruitment cycles at different points, but I know that usually it's by semester um, at the beginning of each semester. So um, check it out, follow them on social media, check out their websites. Um, yeah, they're great. I, I cannot speak more highly of the professional fraternities at Chapman. It's a, it's a great experience. Well, that's really good to hear. Um, and I think that does wrap up everything for this episode. We were able to discuss a, you know, a variety of topics and for all the students listening, remember that the deadline to register your internship for academic credit this semester is this Friday, March 5th. Yes, and also be sure to share this podcast with your friends if you found it helpful or interesting. Uh, we're trying to reach as many people as possible, so, so we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, and remember that episodes are released every other week on Mondays on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, see you in the next episode. Thanks, everyone.